Amen. I want to tell you that the class is unbelievable. It, it, how many of y'all, how many of have graduated the class or taken some of the classes? Okay. You know, isn't it awesome? Uh, Norma and Christina, they do an, an unbelievable job. Christina uh, wrote, the, wrote the curriculum, um, and uh, it is just incredible. So I would encourage you, I don't care how long of, of a believer you've been or if you think you've already kind of taken a class like that, take it again. Uh, I, I personally walk through every single week, except maybe one. I was there every week this, this last uh, semester, if you want to call it that. It was unbelievable. So uh, make sure you are part of the class. It is what we do here at City Church. Can you turn your Bibles to John chapter 6? John chapter 6. Good morning, everybody. You doing good? Oh, man, I'm excited to be here and speak to you. John chapter 6. Also, I I know we already talked about it, but these tickets, take these tickets home with you. We're giving you four opportunities to see the Charlie Brown Christmas play. So you want to make sure that you're a part of that. Uh, Invite your friends to that. It is going to be absolutely unbelievable. They started this play in July. Any parents that are, any parents have your children in the play that are in this room? Okay, so (laughs) all the parents, like, for all the practices, you better show up. Everybody, just show up, all right? It has just been unbelievable, Uh, and it is going to be an incredible play. And uh, so we are in part one, leading up to our play, we are in part one of Charlie Brown's Christmas, all right? John chapter 6, are you there? Okay, can we go and stand for the reading of God's Word this morning? John chapter 6, verse 7 is where we're going to start. And uh, Jesus finds himself, uh, he has been healing a lot of people. And so now the name of Jesus, the fame of his name is starting to, uh, it's starting to grow. And so now there's multitudes of people that are coming and they're trying to find this Jesus that's healing everybody. And so now Jesus sees this crowd at afar and, and all of a sudden he looks over to his, one of his disciples and he says, I want to feed all of these people. Well, this is the story, if you ever heard it, the story of, of Jesus feeding 5,000. Now it's 5,000 men, that doesn't include uh, women and that doesn't include children, all right? So here he is and now, he, now Jesus looks at one of his boys and he says, hey, listen, uh, I want to feed all these people. And this is the response that Philip gives here, all right? Philip answered, he said, it would take more than a half year's wages to buy enough food for each one to even have a bite. <laughs> another, uh, another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. And he said, look, here's a boy with five sm- small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they, will they go among so many? Let's just go ahead and, for the sake of this series, let's call this boy Charlie, all right? There's this guy. His name is Charlie Brown. And he's got these little fish and he's got a little loaves. Can we just go there? Is that all right? You guys good? You good? All right. We here? Are you good? good? Good morning. All right. If you talk back, it just helps. Okay. Verse 10, Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place. And they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks and distributed it to those who were seated as, as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they, had, when they all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. I, I, I want to entitle this message in part one of this Charlie Brown series, You Matter. You Matter. Uh, this last few weeks, when I heard that I was going to be, uh, when I heard I was going to be starting this series, I had a, I had a really, um, at first I had a tough time with this series because, uh, you know, Pastor Eugenie came to me and he said, hey, I need you to start this and it's going to be our Charlie Brown. And I felt something in my spirit that I really wanted to share with our church. And so I'm like, I don't really, personally, I said, I don't really care about the series. I have a word for them to, you know, in my heart, I'm like, okay, God, help me. And God really gave me a clear depiction this morning uh, from this passage on what I, I, I truly believe God wants to speak to you today. And it is you matter. 
I'm telling you, God brought you here to this church this morning, and God has me speaking to you every single life in this room, and God wants to tell you this morning through his word that you matter. Every part of you matters. Let's go ahead and pray real quick. We'll ask God to speak to us today. God, we love you. I thank you that every single person in this room matters to you. And God, I pray right now that, God, you would help me to somehow convey your heart to every individual in this, in this place, and that, God, your will would be done in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, Amen. I want you to doesn't have much meaning, or at least doesn't think he has much meaning, right? He would not have a lot of purpose to what he does. He's just kind of going through life. And Have you ever felt that way? I, I would just agree that everybody in this room, we have a Charlie Brown inside of each one of us. Am I right? And in fact, in fact I, what I believe is that the moment that we came to Christ, we died to that Charlie Brown. But there's still, there's still a part of us that has to fight that Charlie Brown inside of each one of us. And, and I, I, have, you, I just, have you ever felt, have you ever asked yourself uh, or made comments, and, and maybe you've never said this aloud, but maybe you've thought these things, you know, you know, if, if I don't pray today, you know, my, my prayer doesn't really, I mean, it really doesn't matter that much, does it? You know, I mean, not, I mean, I, maybe, maybe Pastor Eugene's prayer, I mean, he, I mean, he, he needs to pray every day, but me, have you ever asked that? You know, well, I mean, maybe, you know, I don't know if I really need to show up to church today. Is anybody going to even notice? You know, I mean, does my worship really matter that much to him? You know, his presence is still going to show up, isn't it? I mean, I don't, I don't have to, you know, it's not, it's not all. My, my worship doesn't, doesn't matter that, that much, you know. I, I'll just go to the beach. I'll just go hang out somewhere. I mean, you know, there's just my, my, my presence being at that Sunday morning just doesn't matter that much, you know. Uh, or maybe you've asked, uh, well, you know, you know, my, my tithe, you know, it just, it just, it doesn't matter that much. You know, I, I don't make a lot of money, you know, so, so 10% of mine, I mean, honestly, it's not like we can go hire another, you know, we can go hire another missionary or support another missionary with my tithe. It's just not that much. You know, I just, I just don't think my tithe really matters that, that much or, or, uh, you know, or, or maybe just even as a church collectively, have you ever asked these, these thoughts, you know, I, well, God, I, I, know that, I know that you want to win, that, that we're called to win this city with your love, but, but, you know, really our church, does our church matter that much? I mean, I mean can't, can't some other church do it? Do we really, do I really matter that much? Or, 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 or maybe, maybe your burdens, or maybe you're at a place where, where you know, you would go through a trial and you don't even feel like you can come to God with it because you're just like, man, you know, I, God, you just have so much on your plate. I don't, I just, does my burden or does my struggle really matter that much to you? Have you ever, have you ever asked those type of questions? Anybody in the room, have you ever asked those type of questions? Probably everybody in the room, right? You know, I just, I just have two statements to the Charlie Brown in each one of us this morning. First of all, who told you that? I just, just very quickly, uh, if you ever thought that your worship did not matter, if you ever thought that your purity did not matter, if you ever thought your tithe or your offerings did not matter, if you ever thought that this church does not matter, if you ever thought any, and I, I can't preach everything today in this small little area, but if you've ever thought those, those, those thoughts about that you don't matter, who told you that? What Bible have we been reading? And so I, that, that's my first statement. My second statement is this, just, man, I just want to speak to you today. Listen, you matter. Every single person in this room, and I, I'm very passionate this morning because I, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm passionate because I've had to really live this out. 
I, I, I know, you know, I, maybe you don't know much about me. I'm not, I'm not very old. I'm 25 years old. Uh, in high school, I was prom king. I was captain of my basketball team. You know, kind of go down the line, just kind of pick the, pick the stereotype of whatever you thought I was. And every single day, I never thought that I really mattered. You know, um, I, 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 even, even still, I mean, I'm, I'm growing in my maturity in Christ, but there are days when I just wake up and I'm just like, you know, do I really have to pray today? Is it really going to make that big of a difference? You know, do I, do I really have to do this today? Do I really have to do this today? Do I really matter that much? And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, for me personally, if I could just open up with you, okay? I, I, I'm a full-time, I'm in full-time ministry, which I hate that that statement because it sounds like you're not in full-time ministry and I am. We're all in full-time ministry, right? Amen. Um, but I, I'll be honest with you, there are times, and if you've ever been in ministry, if you ever pastored, you know that you have to bring a word. So the moment that I'm done with this service, I have a message this Wednesday night. And I just had it, the moment I was done Wednesday night, I already had to start preparing for this one, right? And normally I'm preparing four or five messages at the same time because you don't ever do it in two days. That's never good. Um, and so I'm continually in the word because I have to bring one. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, like that's, uh, and, and I'll be honest with you, if I don't watch it, that becomes my motivation is that my Bible reading is only important because I have to bring a word. And, I, and there are times when I think to myself, I say, man, if I was just a person that had a full-time job with two kids, this would be really difficult for me. I'll be honest with you. Like, and I'm sure, it, is it not? It is really, it is a struggle to read your Bible and pray every single day. And it is a struggle when you come to Christmas time to keep tithing and to keep offering, and to keep those things right. And it is a struggle when you finally give yourself to Christ, and you come to that conclusion where you sit down with your budget, with your spouse, and all of a sudden you go, we need to shave 10% out of our budget, and we need to give our first to God. That is not easy. But I'm here to tell you, do not let the Charlie, Brand, the Charlie Brown in you win. You matter. Every single part of you matters. Amen? And so I, I want to I dive into this. In fact, I have, I have a few... Uh, few scriptures I want to read to you. Jeremiah 29, 11. Most of us know this. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Matthew chapter 10, verse 29. Oh, I love this, man. Let this speak to you today. Our, the Bible says, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them fall, fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered this morning. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than any sparrow. I'm telling you this morning, God has a plan for your life and it's different than everybody else in this room. And he created you significantly and he has a great plan for you. And so this morning, I really prayed through uh, five areas that I feel like that, that matter to God. And I just, I have to make a disclaimer up front. There's a hundreds. In fact, every single facet of you matters to God, okay? But I felt like, I felt like just with the season that we're in, I felt like there were five areas that I wanted to speak to you. Are you ready this morning? I said, are you ready this morning? All right. Number one is this, your prayer matters to God. Your prayer matters to God. If you're writing anything down, just put my prayer matters to God. Matthew 7, verse 7 and 8 says this, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. I preached this a couple months ago. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks find. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Jesus is challenging you to pray. Now very simply, let's just take the practicality of this. Why would Jesus challenge you to pray? Because your prayer matters. He did not look at the pastors. This isn't, this isn't like a selective 
uh, Scripture only for the people that are super holy or whatever, whatever we might think. This isn't just for people that are in ministry or, 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 you know, this isn't just for a pastoral role. This is for every single person that's called on the name of Jesus. Anybody ever called on the name of Jesus? Anybody washed from, from His blood? Amen? Well, then this is for you this morning. Jesus is saying to you, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Why is He saying this? Because your prayer matters. And, I, and on behalf of everybody else here, if I could pull you up and just talk to you for a second, I don't care how old you are. I know right now that there are fights inside of us. And I feel like what, for whatever reason, our prayer life seems to go first. And I'm, I'm telling you, Jesus says, my house will be called a house of what? Prayer. Not a house of Charlie Brown series. Not a house of, of Christmas plays. Not a house of worship sets. Not a house of lighting. Not a house of small groups. A house of prayer. We cannot get past this. And I, I'm sorry if, I'm, if, I feel, if you feel like this is strong, but I'm just so passionate about this because I'm telling you, I, I don't know about you, but when I read my Bible, I want to win a city. And all I know is that I can't do it. <laughs> and that's why I've got to pray. And I, and I want to see God do great miracles in your life. I want to see God do great miracles in your family, in your spouse, in your job. And I'm telling you, we have got to get our play, ourselves back to a place where we say right now, God, my prayer matters to you, and Lord, I'm going to make a decision. So even right here, right now, if we could just take a second, just think about tomorrow morning, all right? Let's, I don't want to preach to your Sunday. I want to preach to your Monday, all right? What, 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 when are you going to pray? Let me just take just a second very quickly. So tomorrow morning, maybe it's tomorrow morning, maybe I would suggest the morning. Right now, I want you to almost set up a time in your head. Maybe some of you already do this, no problem. I want you to set aside a little time right now. So tomorrow morning at... Good? All right, your prayer matters. Come on, and hey, let's just take it one day at a time. And it, it, let, me, let me also say this. There are times when you'll go three days. How, how many are, you, you know what I'm talking about, where you, you'll get to a place and you'll go, all right, I'm going to do this. And then Monday, you're good. And Tuesday, you're good. And then Wednesday, something happens. And then by Thursday, you just feel like you, you're like, I can't do this. I'm already off my trail. I'm already off my Bible reading. I just can't keep going. Listen, just get back up. Just get back up and just keep doing it. And if, you, and maybe if, if last week you didn't pray at all, this week, just pray once. Let's set that goal. Let's just, let's just move a little bit forward. Next week, we'll pray twice. Third week, we'll pray three days out of the, five, out of the seven. Fourth week, you know, let's just, let's just move forward. Amen. Come on, we gotta be, we got to pray. Our prayer matters. Number two is this. Your burdens and struggles matter to God. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and lean, learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Why would Jesus say this? Because your burdens matter to God. Hear me this morning. Your burdens and your struggles, no matter how small you think they are, every single one of them matter to God. Amen? Amen. I'm going to keep moving on. Number three is this. It's your holiness and your purity matters to God. 1 Peter 1.16 says this, But just as He who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. Why would He say this? Let's just, let's just take the practicality of the Bible this morning. Why would He tell us to be holy? Because our holiness matters. And, and let me just talk to the men just for a second. Listen, and, and, and we all struggle with this. But man, when it comes to the internet, when it comes to, the, when it comes to flipping on that direct TV, and, and all of a sudden you know there's certain channels that you can get away with stuff or whatever the case, you've got to make a decision that your holiness matters. 
You've got to make a decision that your purity matters beyond everything else. You've got to make a decision. When that, when that lady walks by and you're married, or what, either way, whether you're married or not, it doesn't make a difference. When that lady walks by and all of a sudden you look over and then you do a double look and you do a triple look. Listen, you've got to make a decision that you're not going to go there. You've got to make a decision that your holiness makes a difference. And I, just as, as a youth pastor, you, can I tell you why students fail? Can I tell you why students mess up in their purity area? Is because they're... They felt like their purity just did not matter that much. If it mattered that much to them, then they would have been able to stand the test. They would have said no. They would have, they would have, they would have, you know, they just, they wouldn't have gone there. And I'm telling you today, if your purity matters that much, then you're going to make the decision to make sure that it stays right. And I'm here, man, oh my goodness. Jesus says, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall I can't get past that verse. I don't ever want to look at a woman in in any way except my wife. Just because of that verse. That's all I needed, God. I just want to see you. And I want to see you more than I want to see anything else. I want to see you in my life. And men, we've got to make a decision that purity and holiness are going to be paramount in our lives. Especially the young men. Come on, can you just give God a praise or something? Just, Just come back a little bit. All right. Thank you. Number four, you guys all right? You're good? Okay. Is this a little strong? You guys okay? Okay. Number four, your tithe and your offerings matter to God. Matthew chapter 12, verse 41 to 44. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. That would have been kind of awkward, by the way. So that would have been like Christina came up today and put buckets up here and then Jesus is over. This is just kind of how I read it. Jesus is kind of sitting there like... So he's watching, you know, the wealthy come up, and, and uh, we don't know too much about, about the wealthy, but, but it, 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 the text kind of implies that they were coming up arrogantly because they were able to give so much. And so, so then he goes on, many rich people threw in large amounts, verse 42, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she out of her poverty put in everything all she had to live on. Why would, we, why would we be challenged with this story? Because your tithe and your offering matter to God. And I don't care what the number is. I, I, I think about this, this is just me personally. Um, if you are a member of this church, like if you have signed a membership covenant, if you have decided to plant yourself, which every single person needs to be planted in a local church, tithe. For the love of God, tithe. For the love of God, tithe. And get, just, just honor the membership covenant that you made, first of all. The other side of it is walk in, in, in rightness with God. And, and can I tell you why this is so important? Because the Bible says in the 133rd Psalm, there's a blessing where there's unity. I don't know about you, but I want the blessing over my finances of my church. I want that blessing in my life. And so I don't care if I made $100 a month. You better believe monthly I'm given $10. And even though it may seem very insignificant, maybe compared to other givers or whatever the case, but can I tell you what the significance is? Is that all of us as members of a local church come together in unity and say, God, you're first in our lives. And man, what a blessing that would be. And so you're here this morning, you're like, well, my tithe doesn't make that much of a difference. Or you know what? They won't even notice. Well, stop thinking worldly. 
Stop thinking in addition. Stop thinking that, you know, okay, if you only, if your tithe is only, you know, $50 a month, or I don't care, whatever, whatever it might be, whatever your 10% is, and you're like, well, you know, that wouldn't even pay for the electric bill or whatever. Who cares? That's not what it's about. It's about putting our faith as a local church into God. Amen? And so, man, I just challenge you, your tithe and your offerings matter to God. Number five is this. And Keenan, you can come back up to the keys. I want to end on time. Number five is this. Your sacrifice and your service matter to God. Your sacrifice and your service matter to God. I love this psalm. Psalm 116 verse 15 says this. Listen to this. I pray this over your life today. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His faithful servants. I pray that when God calls you home, that this type of scripture can be, can be breathed over your life. That you are faithful. And that throughout your years, however many years it is, that God says, you're precious in my eyes because you are faithful to me. Look at what else the Bible says. Matthew 24, verse 40 says, I tell you the truth, whatever you did to the least of these, you did for, for me. Your sacrifice and your service make a difference. Very quickly, all across this place, if you're a small group leader, if you, sat, if you serve in this church in any way, if you're a greeter, usher, worship team member, whatever the case, if you serve in this church, would you stand up real quick and can we honor you today? I just, I felt like I wanted to do that. If you serve in any way, come on, give them a hand today. Amen. Amen. Awesome. I, you know, And let me just talk about the motivation of that real quick. Because I know even for us that are serving, our motivation can get wrong. It's like, well, you know, if we don't do it, then, you know, nobody's going to do it. And so we need to keep this thing going because that's, you know, because nursery's got to keep going. And kids' ministry's got to keep going. And small groups have got to keep Or whatever the case. And can I tell you, listen, especially when you're serving, serve the king. Serve the king. Like in everything you do, serve the king. It's, it's, about, it's about the king. The reason why you're sacrificing, the reason why you're serving is because Jesus did so much for you and you're just giving yourself back as a drink offering. And, uh, and on behalf of Pastor Eugene and Laura, we are so thankful for every single person that helps out in this church. And, and let me just say right now, there, we've split the two campuses. I, I say we split. We, we've really grown to two campuses because we just couldn't fit everybody. As you can see, this is only one service. We're already pretty full in this room. Um, but can I challenge you with us doing that? We need your help. And, and what I don't want it to be is, oh, well, they need my help, so, you know, I guess I'm going to start serving. No, 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 no. You need to be serving. Like, biblically, you need to serve somewhere. And every single person in this room can do something. And Christina, could you stand up very quickly? I just, I know you've already stood up. Can we give Christina a huge hand this morning? And, uh, Christina is unbelievable. And I, I want to tell you this campus, we already, we already have vision for this campus just doing incredible things. And uh, can I tell you, find her right after this service. You can find her uh, and, and just say, hey, listen, can I serve somewhere? We have a really simple little application that you can fill out. We might not have it today, but we'll have it in the next few weeks. It's very, very simple. You can just be a greeter for a day. You can, uh, whatever the case, you can get on what, however much you can give. Just do something in the place, all right? Honor God by serving and sacrifice. Your sacrifice makes a difference. And man, I just, I, when I think about that scripture, I just think, you know what? Jesus just says, you know, when you greet, when you usher, whatever you do unto the least of anybody, you're doing it to me. 
And every time you serve or if you help out in the youth ministry, and man, if you help out in the youth ministry, I'll pray over you, all right? Just pray for our youth leaders, okay? It is crazy. And, uh, and you know, I mean, man, just God, this blessing is so upon you. It's, that matters to God. It so matters to God. And we have, we have a process here called Connect Four. And let me just say this also, and then I'll close. You didn't accidentally come to this church. I don't think of it that way. I really think that God had a plan for you to be here. So I would suggest to you, don't, don't think it by accident. There are things in your life, there are areas in your life, there are characteristics that God created you with that are uniquely designed for your moment here at this church. And, you're, and what the Bible says is that we are to plant, this, and the 92nd Psalmist says we should plant into the local church until we are uprooted, we plant. And, and listen, if you're in the middle somewhere, either plant or find another church where you can plant it. But don't kind of do the middle thing. It's never good, all right? And, uh, and so I'm just telling you, plant and serve, and let's build a great church. Because I want to I see a city saved. Amen. Anybody with me this morning? Amen. Amen. You know, John chapter 6, there's that young little boy. His name's Charlie Brown. And um, I really felt like God just brought me here today to tell you, Charlie, tell the Charlie Brown in you, in each one of us, that your stinky fish... And your loaves of bread matter to God. They matter to Him. In every way, they matter to Him. And, and I don't know about you, but there's a part of me that's like, well, you know, if I can't win the world, then I guess I'm not even going to try. You know, or if I can't win everything, you know, I guess I just, I don't know, I, I guess I really can't do it. Listen, God never called you to win the world. He does that, by the way. He just calls you to win your world. And so I want to challenge you this morning. You know what he says? Philip said, well, there's this little boy. He's got some fish. He's got a few loaves of bread. What did Jesus say? Bring them to me. And I could just see that boy. I, I don't know the story, but I could, I could see that boy going, here, I get it. I don't, you know, what am I going to do? You could beat me up. I'm a little boy, you know. <laughs> so he just kind of hands over his thing. And, 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 but let, let, let's just say if, 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 if the little boy was like, no, I don't want to. You know what I think probably Jesus would say is, you don't understand how much that matters to me. And I got all these thousands of people that want to be, that want to be fed, and it's all dependent on you. That's how much you matter to me. Amen. I, uh, I, I just want to end with this story. You know, we're in the middle. By the way, thank Jesus that the NBA lockout is done. Oh, my Lord of heaven. Oh. So now we're in the season of NFL, uh, college football, college basketball, and soon to be NBA. It's just a great time to be alive. Jesus is king. We get to worship God on Sunday morning. I mean, it's just awesome. And, uh, and so, you know, I'm sure, men, we started praying more once a lockout. You know, that was God actually just wanting you to pray. That was the whole deal. You just, so if we prayed, whatever. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know about you, but uh, I, got, I got Brandon here. Brandon, just stand up real quick. Brandon uh, is our uh, high school youth associate. And, yeah. And, uh, and so, Brandon, you are a Noel fan, like super Seminole fan. He actually has a Seminole room, which is his closet. He, like, turned into, like, this shrine. He's working on it with Jesus, okay? I don't know. It's almost over Barry, you know what I'm saying? But he's got, he's got like, this incredible super, you know, Seminole deal. Uh, you know, uh, let me, let's just be real, all right? If you walk up to somebody and they're like, let's say me, okay? And you're like, hey, you know, you, 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 watch, you watch college football? I'm like, oh, man, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a, call, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Noel fan. And then you would go, really? 
Oh, dude, die hard, man. Die hard. I'm, I'm all about it. The knolls matter to me, you know? And then, what, then you, you know, you'd probably start asking small talk. Hey, so uh, do you know all the players? No. But they matter to me. Then you would go, well, have you ever gone to a game? No. But they matter a lot to me. I mean, I'm like diehard, you know, Noel fan. You go, well, have you ever even watched a game? No, not really. But, but man, I'm telling you, no, I am a Noel fan. You know what he would go? He'd go, you're crazy. You are a poser and you're a bandwagon. You know, what, however you want to call it. It just wouldn't even make sense, would it? Because listen, in order, thank you, Brandon. In order to make a statement like you matter, it demands a responsive action. It demands something. In other words, uh, what's, your, what's your name again? Kenneth, Kenneth, just stand up real quick. If I said this, I just said, Kenneth, man, you matter so much to me, bro. What's up, dude? Hey, man. You matter so much to me. And then you would say something like, hey, well, let's go get lunch. Nah, man, I don't really want to. But you matter a lot to me, though, bro. I'll tell you what, man. And then you'd be like, well, how about this week? Nah, not really. I don't really. And then you would say something like, uh, you know, well, do you ever want to hang out with me? Not really, but man, but, but you, you know, we, we're close. Doesn't make sense, does it? Go ahead. Thank you, Kenneth. You know, I just, so to sum this up, God says you matter, but it's not like he just said it with words. And this whole thing can be summed up with probably the first verse you ever learned. John 3, 16. For God so loved you. For, let, me, let me just, let me reword it just a little bit. You mattered so much to God that he loved, so God, for God so loved the world that he gave, that he respond, he, you mattered so much to him that he responded by sending his son. That's how much you matter. So don't tell me that your worship doesn't make a difference. Don't tell me that your tithe doesn't make a difference. Don't tell me that your, that your presence here at this church doesn't make a difference. Don't tell me that you don't have to get planted. Don't tell me that you don't need to, need to get in a small group and start pouring into other lives. Don't tell me that there's not a place that you can serve. Just don't go there. Don't let that Charlie Brown, not this season, not this year, don't let that happen. You matter to God, man. Are you, here? Are you hearing me this morning? Come on, you matter to God. Can we stand up to our feet and let's pray together as we close. God, we thank you, Lord, in this room that, God, you sent your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. You didn't just tell us that we matter. God, you proved it. And so, God, we want to respond with our lives to you. And, God, we want to tell you that you matter to us. And, Lord, today, I pray your blessing upon every person that's heard your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Right where you are, can you just close your eyes all across this place? And I just want to give you a moment to just respond. I want you to think, and let me just ask you this question. You just heard the word. What is God speaking to you right now?
still with every head bowed and every eye closed, you're here and you've lost some faith and focus on your significance. You've let the Charlie Brown kind of creep up in you and, and you're here today and you just want to respond by just saying, God, help me with this. God, I'm laying this down to you. Lord, I, I want life. I want you to breathe life and hope and courage into me in every area of my life that you're here and you just say, you know what, I, just, I know that there's more significance in me. If that's you, would you just lift up your hand and I'll just, I want to pray over you all across this place. Hands are lifted all across this room. God, right now, Lord, we just come to you and God, forgive us for, for having doubt and, and uh, forgive us for small-minded thinking. And God, today, Lord, as your church, God, we want you to know that we care. And Lord, we just, we embrace your grace of how much you think and care and know about us. And Lord, today, in Jesus' name, Lord, over these five areas, God, I pray your blessing to be released in this house. In Jesus' name. Amen. You can put that hand.